Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel, which is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. If you enjoyed this stream along the way, hit that like button to support the channel and subscribe to the board YouTube channel for Pick and Roll shows that go live every weekday morning. If you stay updated on all show activities and everything regarding the show and the channel, make sure you're following at the board HQ on Twitter. And for even more coverage for all things sports betting across different sports, follow at the Hammer HQ on Twitter as well. Yesterday, there was one official play on the show. Uh, unfortunately, it was a losing play. We're going to recap it here and we're going to get you guys ready for the four official plays that we have for today. So pulling it up, unfortunately, JV does not come through for the second game in a row. Uh, limited in minutes, limited in minutes in this one against the Golden State Warriors who went small. And he comes close, even in 22 minutes, but does not hit on his points or his rebound line. On the season now, 120 wins, 93 losses, 5.1% ROI. Pips, from watching this game, what did you make of it? You said it great. That's why betting at this time, you know, don't know the lineups. When the lineups came out, I, I said to Jovan, that's usually watching the show, yeah, like, yeah. We, we are screwed here. Like, he needs to cover me in small minutes. Uh, Golden State started Kevin Looney for so many games. And tonight, against Jonas Valanciunas, they went small with Damon Green at five. And when I saw that, I was just said, like, oh, Jonas will be played off the court. And that's exa exactly what happened. If Jonas got at least, like, 26 minutes, I'm confident he clears this. So... He getting his numbers in only 22 minutes while I expected 10 more minutes. Yeah, he was greatly on pace to cover. And yeah, there is nothing to do. Like if they start Kevin Looney, he is covering this. They decided to win, go small in this game. And the, there is no way Jonas can defend dribble handoffs. Uh, he Draymond Green uh, with... Steph Curry and uh, Clay Thompson. So they needed to go small and needed to play Larry Nance because he's better at this level of the screen, better on switching on everything. So, yeah, unfortunate. Could maybe see it happening, but you, know, you can guess the change of lineup because of the matchup. This is usually happening in the playoffs, not in the regular season, but this is now with the importance of, of seeding. Yeah, Golden State adjusted, and nothing can do that. Yeah, unfortunate. We were we've been talking about how well JV's been playing and how he's been a catalyst of the Pelicans playing so well lately. So I, I guess it was just the Warriors making that adjustment for that specific reason. They wanted to get JV off the floor. Um, they found it, I guess, successful there because the Warriors won this game. So big game for the Warriors. Unfortunate for our bet, but. Let's hope to make it up today. There are four official plays coming for you guys. We're going to reveal all four right now. The show goes like 20, 30 minutes here. Uh, we cannot guarantee or promise these will be still available at the end of show. We can promise you that when we give them out right now, they are available. I just double-checked them all. So make sure you get them in early. I'll go through all of them. Then there'll be a banner at the bottom of the screen that'll show you all of the picks so you can make sure you lock them in. But without further ado... Four official plays for you guys today on this very, very loaded slate. First of all, in the Rockets at the Nets, of course, 
if the Rockets are playing, we're going to be betting against them. And we're going with Mikhail Bridges to go over his line. There was a, a, a question in the comment if maybe we'd see a Dinwiddie over. But no, it's going to be a Mikhail Bridges over 26 and a half points for minus 110 odds at BetMGM. There are other books potentially available. There are other books around. You can also get this line at. But for the show, we're going with BetMGM. Second play, go into a same-game parlay here. We're going to take Devin Booker once again. This time, we're going to go over 25. Uh, we're going to have 25-plus points for him on the milestone line. And Carl Anthony Town Odds at DraftKings. And to remind you guys, there's two different player prop sections on DraftKings. So you have to check the second one for both of these players. Third official play, another SGP, going with DeMontis Sabonis to get 10-plus rebounds, 6-plus assists, and the Kings' alternate spread at minus 4.5, which is minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, again, uh, you're going to have to look for the milestone lines for these ones. Uh, I believe the assist line is over 5.5, though, so make sure you're checking out. Over 5.5 and, and 6-plus mean the exact same thing, if you guys are unaware, just so everybody's on the same page. And finally, in the Pistons and the Thunder game, going to our man SGA, the Canadian, my man SGA, over 28 and a half points. And we're going with Jaden Ivey, 15 plus points. Jaden Ivey is another player on the milestone line. This is minus 105 at DraftKings. And well, wow, loaded. Four picks uh, equal to the most we've ever had on the show. Most that Pips has ever come through with and uh, hopefully worth the wait at the delayed start. So Pips. Uh, let's get started. The Rockets and the Nets. This is the first play with Mikhail Bridges. What do you like about this one? So, Mikhail just playing out of this world. He was great. Then he added some gasoline extra in the <laughs> last couple of games. So, he had 32 points against Cleveland Cavaliers, the best defense in the NBA. Then he had 27 points against the Miami Heat. Poor shooting game for him. Blowout still end up with 27 points against Jimmy Butler cover. That's that's not easy. Then last game, 44 points in a blowout loss against the Orlando Magic. So unbelievable scoring. Orlando Magic actually playing some good defense lately. Still no chance for them to slow him down. 44 points. They played the Houston Rockets three weeks ago. We had Mikael Bridges on points with Dinvidi assists. Now going just with Dinvidi, uh, with uh, Mikael Bridges points. As he had 30 points in the last game, even though it was a blowout. Huge game from, from Spencer. I don't expect the same game from Spencer tonight as he was struggling lately. So we are going with Mikael. Huge usage, 30 plus percent usage over the last five four or five games. Just a very important game for for Nets to win. I expect him to play 38-plus minutes tonight. If we take away the game where he played only first quarter, he's averaging 29 points, 29.4 points in March per game. While having difficult schedule, he played Knicks, he played Celtics, he played Cleveland Cavaliers twice, OKC, Bucks, Heats. Like, that's not an easy schedule. Still average 29.4, and we now get 26.5 against the best matchup in the league in Houston Rockets. Just need to go for it. And he's playing huge minutes no matter what. And we can expect another huge minutes tonight. And yeah, Mikael, just unbelievably aggressive, unbelievable shot, shot making. And 
it's crazy to see Mikel Bridges 26 and a half line and then seeing a lot of value in that line. So he's been amazing and we need to roll with him. But they, it's important game for the net, so they just need him to score a lot. And also, last game, they get blown out by the Orlando Magic, so Houston should be able to compete in this game. And, and, and this is a good way to bring up uh, one of the sponsors for the show, BetStamp. BetStamp, if you guys don't know, the easiest easiest way to improve the sports better as you can use multiple sports books and always make sure you are finding the best possible odds. And we recommend using BetStamp as an odds comparison tool. So for the bets like this Mikhail Bridges bet, we're getting a great price by going with the minus 110 for over 26 and a half at BetMGM. If you're only using one or two sports books, you may be getting a minus 104 for 27 and a half at FanDuel or even minus 110 for the 27 and a half line at Bet365. Bet365 and FanDuel, two of the most popular sports books. But if you're not always line shopping for the right price, you could be missing out. We want to let you guys know to sign up to all these different sports books by going through the link in the description of this video. You can use betstamp.app slash the board to sign up. For these different sports books, it supports the show and it does help with your sports betting as well. Let's move now into our second official play for today. It is the first of the three same game parlays, and that is the Devin Booker bet along with Carl Anthony Towns, Booker 25 plus, Towns 15 plus. Uh, Pips, going back to uh, Booker, what do you like about this one? So probably KD being back tonight, he's questionable, but I think he's more of the play. They said he will play, so he will probably be playing tonight. Yeah. KD being on the floor opened up the game for Booker. Defense focused way more on KD instead of Devin Booker. They played three games together. Booker had 37, 35, and 36 points in those three games. <laughs> so his usage, no, that the usage went down. It, it actually went up with quite some margin because <laughs> now he had like easy. That had it easy. And the second thing, he's an allied mid-range shooter going at, at the drop coverage of Minnesota Timberwolves. So against Gobert, he should be able to have wide open mid-range. Also, I expect Jalen McDaniels to be on KD. So Booker is probably getting matchups with Anthony Edwards. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like Prince and a bit of slow-mo. So I think all of these are positive against drop coverage. They are some good defensive players, but not point of attack defense. And that's that's the way they need to defend Booker in this game. He's also coming off the screens and just shooting with a wide open mid-range with McDaniels being on KD. Uh, that's probably it about Booker. Should get to the line. Easy matchup for, for, for Devin tonight. Yeah. Yep. The, sec- the second part of this bet is Towns. I expect Towns to be at full minutes tonight. So 32 to 34 minutes. He was playing, he played 32 minutes in the second game back against the Golden State Warriors. In the two games back, he was way more aggressive than the, during the season. 30% usage in, in game average in the last two. Well, he had under 25 usage percentage in, in the season, so he is hungry. He he is, he came back and he wants he wants to just provide scoring for this team. He wants he is very aggressive. He's attacking the rim. He's shooting threes. 
first two games back, he, he made six threes, shot 50%. So sh- his shooting is good. I think he was a bit rusty on, on drives and layups in the first two games. I think that's now off. Third game back should be in a good spot. So the thing is, I don't know how they can guard him. Probably KD and KD, while being a good defender this season, I don't think he has size to defend Towns with strength, especially in post-ups. I think he will get him deep inside. Also, shooting going through the screens, not easy for for KD being so long. So I think Towns, and also getting to the line, probably because they will follow him a lot, should be in, in a good spot. And he shouldn't be doing much on defense. I, I expect him to, to be on Joshua Koji, uh, just staying on the corner and guarding spot-up shoot, and that's good. He won't probably get into foul trouble, and also he won't. He will play in uh, the way I love him to play. Like, I don't love to see Towns being 12 minutes on the floor in the first quarter. I like this, like playing six minutes, then going to be six minutes at the bench unit, then closing again the half and the game. So I, I love the staggering uh, for for now, and I love him going with when there is Landale at five for for. For Phoenix, he should be able to 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 get greatly great in, the, in that matchup, great side. So yeah, I think Towns with 28 or more minutes, love the last two seasons covered this line in over 90% of the games, and with him being back to usual minutes, he should smash this line easily. I find it really interesting for Booker that you know with Kevin Durant coming back, it almost like helps his game. Obviously, touches uh, maybe you'd think it'd be more scarce, but he gets plenty because there's such a focus on Kevin Durant. And we saw it, Booker even with like when we had this 30 plus line, he's getting doubled all game, but still fought through and still managed to cover the line. So uh, Booker is just uh, that that superstar, superstar sort of player. So let's move into the third official play now. Uh, going to Sabonis on the same game parlay here, a bit of a loaded same game parlay. So pull it up once again, but Sabonis, 10 plus rebounds, six plus assists, and the alternate spread of minus four and a half for the Kings. Minus 115 at DraftKings. What do you like about this? What do you like about Sabonis here? I just think this G League roster of, <laughs> yeah. of, of Portland won't be able to, to compete in this game, even though Kings defense is poor, but still. So first of all, Portland is uh, Trailblazers lost by 28 from Bulls without DeMar DeRozan, then lost by 34 against the Pelicans. And the only game they kept it close was the, against the Thunders that underestimated them and just Shade and Sharp had an amazing game. And yeah, so I think I watched the game against the Pelicans. It was like watching it's like Pelicans playing some G League team and just not even trying that hard and still being by 30. Kings have the best offense ever. So I think against this kind of defense of Portland, they could score 150 points. And there is no way this team can... I, I mean, if they even they score 130, I don't think this Portland team can score more than 110. And it should be like easy, easy win for, for the Kings. Um 
<laughs> they played a couple of weeks back uh, against the Kings. Uh, and Sabonis had Eubanks at the five again matchup. And Sabonis end up with 17 rebounds and 10 assists in 30 minutes in a blowout. So even even when even when even when uh, it was a game where yeah it was a game where Butler was out everyone was out and uh, Portland was playing reddish Ashidiakano Lassie Little Taibul Eubanks lineup similar lineup that will that we'll, we'll see tonight and Kings won by 17. Blowout win and Sabonis played 31 minutes, ended up with 17 rebounds, 10 assists, easily covering everyone of the starters playing 20 under 25 minutes. Kevin Huerter, Fox, Keegan Murray, and Harrison Barnes played under 25 minutes, still crushed the line. And yeah, uh, we saw Valanciunas, we had Valanciunas over over uh, Portland two days ago, three days ago, two days ago. Jonas ended up with 21 rebound. He was double teamed whenever he tried to post up. And good luck, double team teaming Sabonis with all that power around him. I am pretty confident Sabonis can cover all this in the first half, but surely in the in the third in the three quarters. Wow. So I was gonna ask if you're at all scared of the blowout potential. The spread is 13, 14-ish in this game, but if he gets it done in three quarters, then that's not really anything that you yeah, don't have to worry he's about. He's playing uh, in the entire third quarter usually. So even with if it's a blowout, he should still get 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I think, easily can get... Jonas had uh, played 28 minutes in a blowout, and he had 21 rebounds. I think, I think rebounding, comparing rebounding, Jonas and Sabonis are probably the most similar players in the entire league size and the way they rebound so i think we, we, we can just look at it and expect similar numbers all right completely makes sense there let's go to the fourth pick uh, there's a couple of comments we'll get to after the fourth pick of what people want to bet today if you guys have anything else that you're betting it's on your ticket today let us know in the chat and maybe we'll we'll talk about it just after we get through this final pick here fourth pick going to another same game parlay a uh, popular player on the show, Shea Gilders Alexander, paired with Jaden Ivey. Uh, we're going with SGA, 28 and a half, over 28 and a half. Ivey, 15 plus, both of those on the point line for minus 105 odds at DraftKings. Pips, uh, take it away on what you like about this matchup. Shea going against one of the worst defensive teams in the league that don't double team or anything should be pretty easy. Yeah. So Shea, over the last 12 games, I think it's 12. Yeah, over the last 12 games, covered this line in 11. The only game he didn't cover this line was the game against the Lakers on a back-to-back where he was just too tired. And he still came up one... He had had 27 points in that game. So, Shea just killing this line, especially against this kind of defense. And good thing is, he sit out the game against the Hornets last night. And they lost. So huge loss for Thunders, and they don't like. Okay, we lost that game. No room for losing anymore. These kind of games. Shea needs to play. I think Shea is playing tonight. If they have any 
playing contingent like they need they to care this. yeah they, they care and Shane needs to play big time minutes tonight the pistons <laughs> i think with looking at that this oklahoma city thunder teams barely won against the portland by six they lost to the lakers they lost to the clippers in a blowout struggling lately so I think the, these Pistons could stay in the game. They had some good games, like blow on, blown out, but then still had some good games. Like the last game they played, the Bucks lost only by nine points. So the second part of this bet is Ivy. Ivy had career high, 32 points. So even though he had some foul trouble, he ended up scoring 32 points in 32 minutes against the Bucks top five defensive teams in the league with Brook Lopez as a rim protector. So, yeah, I just I just think a high-paced game against the, the Thunders and no actual rim protection should be a good game for, for Ivy. He should run, he should get to the rim, he should score, he should get to the free throw line. And as I said, he's coming into this game after scoring 20 points against the Raptors. And then 32 points against the Bucks. I, I think that's great matchup for him. Yeah, and, and the Thunder, you mentioned yesterday, they lost to uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Not only did they lose, the Thunder actually scored 134 and lost. They gave up 44 points in the fourth quarter alone to, and, again, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who maybe the Hornets are starting to catch fire a little bit, beating Dallas back-to-back, beating the Thunder so here. I'll but. just say one thing. Hornets are probably the worst team in the league. And they were without Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, Mark Williams, and Tensney Jr. Did LaMelo Ball play? So, LaMelo Ball is out for like quite some so, time. So, so him, as, him as well. Yeah. Him. So, they played lineup Theo Maledon, PJ Washington, Mikhailuk, Nick Richards, Bryce McGovens. JT Thor and Kai Jones and one. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. that's a bad let's, loss. Let's be honest, there, let's be honest. The Pistons have a better team than, than this. The, this team of the they started yeah. Sfimi Hailuk in 2023. This is yeah. James Booknight, JT Thor. These are all like, I'm not, I don't want to disrespect guys, but. I, this is like Book Knight, Kai Jones, JT Thor, Theo Maladin, Bryce McGowan. They're all G League merchants, and they all had prominent roles yesterday. Oh, my goodness. So Thunder, interesting, man. Interesting point. Steve um, uh, Mikhailuk played 14 games with Hornets, 19 minutes per game. He's scoring seven points on average with 45% from the three. This guy wrapped his hat up yeah. last year. This guy couldn't hit a three to save his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, enough on that. We Enough on Charlotte. Thunder, fast-paced game. Ivy, expect him to get some points, a little resistance to rim. Shea needs a massive game for the Thunder. We like this one here. So those are your four official plays. A uh, couple of plays from the chat here that I'll pull up to get your opinion. Pips, first of all. Uh, fresh in memory, Sabonis, HCC, says he likes the look of Sabonis on the triple-double, 400, 
Uh, what do you think of that? That first one. Yeah, should work. Like that one, good, high plus money. And a second one, somebody's asking about the Nets game from earlier on. This is P Dubs Nation asking for uh, potentially SGP instead of a straight play on Bridges to get Dinwiddie 15 plus and Bridges 25 plus. You mentioned you haven't liked Dinwiddie's game lately, but what do you think about this one for plus 110 odds? He was zero from 11 last game against the Magic. Not so good. he is a player that can have like 30 points game and the next game, six point game playing 40 minutes. So not a huge fan of including him in same game parlays. Very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I actually not a fan of betting Bridges 25 points. If you want to play Bridges 25, you can as well just bet over 26 and a half. I'm not a fan of uh, two points lower lines than, than the regular lines and getting almost the same price. This is a bit better, but not that better. So I'm usually when I'm taking same game parlays, it's three point difference than the than the regular line because two point difference could be just one like layup difference. Also, yeah, that's on that question. Makes sense. I I, I like yeah. that insight you're looking for. Big difference from it's like it's like playing. I don't, I don't, it's like playing a teaser for, for NFL teasers. I, I guess this may not resonate with you as well, but you want to go through the key numbers involved. So you want to go through like a one point to a one point spread to like a seven point spread. So you're going through the key numbers of three and seven or like a one and a half to seven because there's higher value. You get the same price for moving that amount of points, but those numbers are more significant. So let's say, uh, let's say for Gary Harris, uh, we talked about him last week. Yeah. A nine and a half and an eight and a half line is so different because he never shoots twos. So you want to get additional. Yeah, even though it's one point, not all points are equal. And for a fact, he ended up scoring three threes and exactly yeah, and, nine and, points. And, and I won at nine and a half. And everyone that bet in a half lost. So that's huge. And um, he did not attempt a two as well. Yeah. As you as you said, he, he has been yeah. difficult to do. So um, I thought that was... I think that's some some pretty good insight. Um, we'll get to uh, one more comment here. I, I don't know if you have a favorite matchup. We we try to do some matchup stuff, but it's hard to do. But if there, if you had to pick a favorite for today, uh, do you have a favorite matchup? Because you do very much like the slate. It seems uh, favorite matchup probably Clippers and Memphis, and also also Wolves and Phoenix Suns. Not. Uh, no, not in any kind of uh, specific schemes. The thing is, Memphis don't double. They only do single cover entire season. They the only thing they doubled was Shingun last last time we played <laughs> him. That's the first time I saw double teams from from Memphis the entire season, which was kind of weird. Not double teaming Nikola Jokic, but double teaming Shingun. Yeah, so <laughs> that was weird, but. Yeah, we, we should see uh, Kyle Leonard single cover against Brook Lopez, uh, Dylan Brooks. Difficult matchup for Kyle Leonard as Brooks same size, strength, and can do quite of the one-on-one uh, defense, one of the best in the league. On the other side, I don't know what kind of defense we'll see from the from the from the Clippers, but I expect. Mostly drop coverage with Subat and Plumley. They could play some Batum at five, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe when Jalen Jackson is playing at five two as well. So it will be a kind of 
you adjust, we adjust, you throw some lineup, we throw some lineup back. It will be a very interesting matchup. Tight spread, Spurs expecting a close game. And yeah, finally, uh, Tyloo said he'll drop Marcus Morris. And <laughs> great for this, great for the Clippers. They will play Batum and Covington, which I love both more than Marcus Morris on both sides of the court. So yeah, that's the first one. Second one, I, I actually talked about it. We'll see. Ta- Wolves, great. We had so many good, good words on the last pod, on the last show about them. And now playing the Suns with KD, real test for them. We'll see how that ends. I think they can compete till the late. They can win this game. We'll see how how good is KD back. Yeah, that will be interesting game. Very interesting game. We'll see how how the uh, the Suns will defend against the size. Uh, I think the biggest size in the league is uh, the Wolves. They have size size everywhere, and now playing against the team that when KD was out, they had some troubles with Tori Craig at four, Joshua Kogi at four at, at three, and now with KD, the size is back. But still, it will be interesting to see how how, how they may match up against this Wolves team. This could also be one of the potential. Maybe not first round pick uh, matchups because I don't think Wolves can get the sixth spot, but who knows? They could. They've been playing well. But uh, one of the teams you mentioned with the Memphis Grizzlies, we want to touch on them uh, a little bit further here. Maybe, maybe briefly, we've gone on quite a bit here. But the Memphis Grizzlies seem to be catching fire at the right time. They've won seven games in a row. Um, I'll read through the seven teams they've beaten because it's not as impressive. But you look at it, seven games in a row is, is, is still impressive. But uh, they beat the Spurs, the Warriors at home. So the Warriors away stink. Uh, the Mavericks, who are good, but, you know, Mavericks in a bit of turmoil. Rockets twice. No offense, Pips. Should be wins. Uh, they beat the Hawks away. So that was an impressive win. And then most recently, uh, they beat the Magic at home. So, you know, some, some decent wins in there. Also, the Mavericks were without Luka Doncic. Right, right. So not the most impressive of seven-game win streaks, but a seven-game win streak nonetheless at this point in the season, maybe catching fire at the right time before the playoffs. Do you think... Most games games won without John Morant also. Yes, but John Morant is back. Uh, They seem to be just picking up where they left off. Do you think Western Conference teams are afraid of playing the Memphis Grizzlies at all in the playoffs? I don't think they are afraid because of lack of experience. They had some last year, but this is still a very young team and very cocky team that's usually a good team to play against when you are like Phoenix Suns, when you are Golden State Warriors. I think Golden State Warriors would love to play Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. Probably that would be a great yeah. series, yeah. man. Yeah, that would go Amazing. Uh, I'm just going to say, Jalen Jackson, with being the, the defensive player of the year, I'll just read his numbers in, in March. 21 and a half points. Seven rebounds, one assist, with all these unbelievable numbers. Uh, three, three stocks a game average, with 21 and a half points, seven rebounds, one assist, while shooting 62% through shooting from the field. 
Wow. That, that's Jaren Jackson just took a step. He's shooting threes, finally great. Over well, He had poor start to the season, but on the season he is 34%, but if you exclude the first month, he's 37%. So, yeah, Jaren Jackson is starting to be a real threat. Yeah, if I could add on Jared Jackson. So in this stretch, John Morant's been away from the team. Uh, we know why. Steven Adams been injured. So as much as Steven Adams isn't like a massive offensive threat, he's a very, very good offensive rebounder, which offensive like offensive rebounding is creating offense at the end of the day. So he does that. But I think what's helped with this stretch of games with all these injuries is that it's kind of forced them to get Jaron Jackson Jr. in his bag a bit and make him create for himself. And to the surprise of maybe even the Grizzlies coaching staff, he has taken on this role. And all throughout the season, this has been a pretty rough half-court offense. But if they can, like, integrate John Morant into this team and still give these reps to uh, Jaron Jackson, I think that this could be – this is going to be a tough team. Now, I'm not saying that Western Conference team are afraid of them. I think, like we've talked about, like, there's probably more than eight teams who can come out of the West the way it's kind of shaping up. Um, so I, I don't think the Warriors are afraid of them. I don't think the Timberwolves are afraid of them. That would also be a good rematch from last year for both. But the Memphis Grizzlies, I think, are are uh, are just as capable as any other to come out of the Western yeah. Conference this also, season. Also, I just hope uh, Steven will be back for the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, he's just huge inside. Rim protection with his size. Screens for Morant and Bain. Yes, that's yes, huge. That's, good point. that's huge. And... They are down. Zaire Williams didn't play almost the entire season, and he's unbelievable talent. I'm a huge fan of him. And they lost Brandon Clark right. during the season, probably the one of the best backups. That's a big deal. Team. People don't. Yeah. People don't. He count was amazing lot. last season. He was amazing last season in the playoffs. I don't yeah. know if you remember, but yeah, I'll just, I'll just take a second just to get his numbers in the playoffs last season. So he played, yeah, 25 minutes. 12 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and almost 2 stacks per game. He feels huge for them. Like, really big, and especially in, in, in the first round against the against the Wolves. He averaged almost 15 points a game. Yeah, it, it's just something that people aren't really factoring in as much. But Brandon Clark's a good player. It allows him to play a bit more mobile, a bit smaller. And like you said, great in the playoffs. Shout out Canada once again. More Canadian NBA talent I like to see. But, yeah, Grizzlies are a good team. So, uh, I mean, mean, we always talk about how competitive the West is. It's going to be very, very exciting. I think that is good for today's show. Water mind, guys, you need additional picks, free picks for your day. You can always catch the Edgework Show, which is the NHL content division to Hammer Betting Network. The Edgework YouTube channel goes live at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. So, 50-0 minutes before this show. So, hey, if your morning's free. Catch some of them. They've been winning a lot this season as well. But for the NBA stuff, keep it locked with the board YouTube channel. Let's recap the picks from today. Four official picks. So bear with me here. We have Mikhail Bridges over 26 and a half points for minus 110 odds at BetMGM against the Rockets. Second play is the same game parlay in the Suns and Timberwolves game. Booker, 25 plus points. Towns, 15 plus points for minus 120 odds at DraftKings. 
Third official play, Sabonis, 10-plus rebound, 6-plus assists, and the Kings' alternate spread of minus 4.5 against the Blazers for minus 115 odds. And finally, in the Pistons-Thunder game, hoping for a high-paced game here, Shea Gillis-Alexander over 28 points, paired with Jaden Ivey, 15-plus points for minus 105 odds once again at DraftKings. Thank you guys so much. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for shows that go live every weekday morning here. We're going to keep it locked for the rest of the regular season. We're going to have more stuff coming in the playoffs and also great content in the offseason on the board YouTube channel. Get involved today. Help us on the road to 2,000 subs. Me and Pips will be back here tomorrow for more pick and roll. We'll see you then. (laughs) 